0: Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world, and welcome to the bloody awesome movie podcast, spoiler minisode, for Emerald Fennell's Saltburn. My name is Matt Hudson, from what I watched tonight, and joining me from across the pond, as ever, is a statesman to my kingsman, John Burke from oh. How are you, sir?
1: We went old school. We haven't done that in a
0: while. <laughs> it's a very posh kind of film. It's dealing with class systems, statesman, kingsman. It felt... Yeah. Act- for this one, um, fair, fair, fair. Spoiler minisode. We released our non-spoiler thoughts. We went pretty deep into those a few days ago on the main episode of the BAMP. So please go and check that out if you want to hear our overall thoughts and when we kind of dissect the film thematically. Go check that out. So this time around on the spoiler minisode, we are pretty much just going to be concentrating on the th- sort of the, the the second or third act revelation and reveal slash- that happens in this film.
1: If I may, you may. I'm just going to say a few a few phrases Ooh. that I think we need to talk about. So okay. one, oh, oh, here we go. A spoiler warning, right? Is that is that are we good?
0: We're, we're good for spoilers. Um, okay. and also we both were on the more positive side of this film. I think we liked it more than loved it, but we had a good time enough with it. Well, we're compelled by it. Bathwater, period,
1: blood, grave humping. Is that it? Do I have all of the big ones? I
0: feel like there's one more. Is there one more big? Oh, uh, oh no! I think that I think they are the three big ones. And okay. you, you have the those oh, uh, the plumb. Uh, bachelor party.
1: Wait, no, not bachelor party. What's the? It's Tom Cruise movie. A Risky business in the buff. Oh
0: my god! Okay. Well, yeah, those... the ending. They go yeah for it. They really go for it. So we've got um, well, we've got um, uh, fornication bath water. Yeah, period blood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. graveyard f- humping yeah it's hard then... not to
1: say the, the big word there it I, is almost it's really did. hard i <laughs> almost did as well
0: we're fa- family friendly on this show at least pg and then of co- and then we've got full frontal helicopter dancing at the end um yeah so this let, let me rephrase and this spoiler minisode is basically going to be talking about those w- bonkers moments in the film and yes the the revelation we gave our in-depth thoughts on the thematics and the messages and everything around the film and the non-spoiler check that out here we're just going to be diving into the spoilerific wild moments um, spoilerific bath water uh, I to say, diving bath water tub- did you want to go home and start doing that to your own bathtub
1: so drinking bathwater is disgusting no matter what <laughs> bacteria right? like, in that thing it, it's, it's just a gross like no, 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 no. I mean, many people shower after taking a bath because of the revelation that you are soaking in your own filth, right? Yeah, like, that's what people have said it. for you. So, gross, especially drinking someone else's bath water. Gross. Now, granted, he's doing it because Alordi uh, wasn't in the bath to get clean. He was getting a little dirty. and was But he wanted it for that reason, which is still, you know, it's hard not to say a little gross. I mean, obviously, not, not to kink shame it's you know do you but it was it was one of those scenes especially how it's shot because the camera's like in the bathtub with him it like lingers and you're just like watching him lick Now he's not even just drinking like the bathwater; he's licking the drain uh he's to licking get the, the he bath is
0: sucking water. that bath water he is sucking the drain pipe he's licking the the faucet and i'm thinking yeah bacteria germs the guy's feet being there and worse the the director said that uh the emerald finnell said this is probably the sexiest scene she's ever done or ever seen. Did you have, did you watch this John and think, wow, that really speak appeals to me?
1: No, no, I did not <laughs> think that. Um, but you know, you again, not, not to, not to kink shame. Um, it, that's what does, she does it for
0: her. It isn't. It yeah. was wonderfully done though, in the sense that like you said, what he's doing in the bathtub, the camera just sits. You're right there. It's in that four, three claustrophobic ratio. And the film is, and it's, and the sequence is meant to make you uncomfortable, and it does. But it's also strangely kind of, you can't help but take your eyes off it because of the absurdity of what he's doing. It's not something I've seen before in, thankfully, in real life or in a film where somebody would do that. And it's kind of like the oddity of it mixed in with it's kind of like the voyeurism of it. You're kind of like, oh, I shouldn't Mm. be watching this, but I, I, I'm in but I'm not going to go and do it myself. Um, and that was kind of the first moment where I thought, right, this guy, Oliver played by Barry Kiergan, He's odd. He's <laughs> something's going on with this guy. He isn't quite the naive, um, hard on his luck character that we are led to believe he is from the beginning of the film. That's what I got from that scene because that, that that's not normal behavior again. No, no shame, but <laughs> ain't normal behavior.
1: Yeah. Well, and then, like, a lot of those scenes, I think why they're so controversial is because they do feel like they are in the movie just for shock value, right? Like, I don't know if it makes sense to the character's motivation. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it really reveals anything about the character. Um, and, like, if the the period blood scene is, it goes beyond, like, just a guy being comfortable with having sex with a girl on her period because he, like, rubs it on her face. He rubs it on his face. He he's refers to himself as a vampire, I think. Um, <laughs> he does. And, like, if that scene is going to pay off and, like, they are going to have a relationship or that's going to be a major dynamic in their interactions. And it, it it's referenced. It's there. But it's really not. It's just this scene of, like, wow, this guy's messed up. Or I think that's what we're supposed to feel. It's hard to tell. And that's, I think, a lot of the criticisms is that she doesn't seem to know what we're supposed to feel. I think at the end you could summarize his character of being a sociopath. 100% but that's such a
0: kind of cop-out answer really when you think about it right like it's cop-out but that's what i've put on my notes like the guy's a sociopath that's yeah the the easiest way you could describe
1: him but like you know is it is it a real depiction of what a sociopath is or is that our understanding of what a sociopath is based on movies and tv shows and that true yeah I feel like that's probably more likely the case, right? Like this is that the movie sociopath that has this total disconnect from reality from like what's appropriate yet. Then that makes his, why does he want the things he wants to the point that he'll do these things? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he's going a, a, through a lot of work. Like the, the final reveal oh. is what like 10 years have gone by that. He's been biding his time to get Saltburn. burn
0: he's sitting in a coffee shop pretending to type on a laptop as well, yeah. which is like, how long have you been sitting in that damn laptop for? I didn't yeah. like the, I mean, I'm going to get back to the, the period scene shortly, but just because you've mentioned it, the, um, that I, I, didn't like that. The way it utilized that flashback of, he's the guy, he was the chuckling puppeteer behind everything from, um, from Jacob, a character, uh, whose name is good. Not going to come to me now. Felix from Felix's uh, busted tire on his bicycle to uh to everything that happened he was the architect of all their pain the author of all their pain as that guy in james bond said um and i was like you know what i don't no, i don't like it because f- these scenes that we mentioned shock for shock value only set up the fact that this guy isn't quite everything he's meant to be um and the the scene where he is uh he proclaims himself to be a vampire when you know he seduces um venicia who's played quite well actually by Alison oliver and she says she even says look it's it's not the right time of the month which to me was her way of saying you no know, she's she's not entirely comfortable that was not something she's familiar with more so because it's almost like a taboo thing and he's doing is like do i look like i care essentially um so i so but it's the only scene of the three kind of weird ones i mentioned this briefly on the non-spoiler but the the grave scene and the uh, bathtub scene are only there for the audience. There's nobody else to witness him doing this, which is why I think shock for shock value's sake. Though the bathtub one worked a hell of a lot more for me, whereas this one, when he's seducing Venetia, sh- you know she's there to sit to witness this, so it didn't feel quite as shocking as such, or or more so it didn't feel so forced because he is, you know, uh, he is presenting himself to somebody else as as this person. Yes, he then later mm-hmm. says oh no, um, Farley, uh, Archie, Mediqui's character made all that up. She made the move on me, but somebody else is there to witness this. Whereas the, the scenes that kind of bookend this, it's just him. So that's why I kind of feel like it's there more for the audience to be like, oh my God, how weird is this? Let's talk about this at the uh, end of the film. Whereas this kind of felt like it had a little bit more meaning. Was it taboo? And was it shocking? Yeah, it was because it's not something, again, you don't see on screen, but I think Emerald Fennell, does a good job. She did it similarly in Promising Young Woman as well. at uh, Broaching these subjects, which probably would make people uncomfortable watching it. Um, like uh, the idea of smearing period blood over your face and in your mouth. And some people would watch that and think, Bleh. but I think Emeril Fennell just puts it in front of you and says, you know, that's it. But yeah, because Vinicius is there to witness this, I think this is the one that actually maybe has the most merit.
1: Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I hadn't heard that, but I I agree because, again, there there is other characters actually gleaning something from this behavior versus the other moments are literally like the grave humping. (laughs) It's, you know, it reminded me of an Eminem song, though, uh, Not Afraid. He has a line that he wants to pull his um, willy from the dirt and F (laughs) the whole universe Uh, is an Eminem song from, like, 12 years ago 13 years ago and that was like when i was watching it i was like oh how because she's really good at needle drops like her needle drops are. i was just like oh if that if that drops right here i'm gonna lose my mind and it didn't probably for the best but uh, my immediate thought was like wow they they've brought to life an m M&M song that i never would have <laughs> expected to watch um, it
0: felt like something peter griffin would do in family guy though like the more i think about it like in one of those skits where he's like i can imagine him thumping the ground in some weird yeah. skit
1: Really humping the ground. Like, we need to be clear here. We don't mean, like, he's clothed and, like, rubbing up against the ground. Like, he gets fully exposed yeah. and inserts his uh, genitals yeah, the into thing. the soil. That is loose because a character, a uh, Jacob Elordi's character, has been buried in it. Yeah. Felix
0: has uh, been poisoned, yeah. And he Bond. never got to he Bond. never
1: got to be with Felix, which was the object of his obsession.
0: Um, yes, he doesn't stop till he gets enough as well. It's a weird scene yeah. again. But the camera isn't he
1: he isn't obsessed with him. Like he tells us multiple times. I don't know if I loved him. It, the, the movie opens with that, right? Like we hear him s- giving voiceover, um, saying those words that he doesn't know how he felt. But it's like, but your behavior says otherwise. And then also, but then again, what's with Saltburn? Like, how did you even know about Saltburn? Did you target him? because of Saltburn, Like there's a lot of questions that are left unanswered, I think. Um, and which is fine. I'm okay with a movie, not answering all the questions if it's there to be interpreted. And I don't feel like it's there to be interpreted. Like, I don't think this was like an intentional, let the audience figure it out as much as maybe she didn't know herself. Um, and again, that's not my original thought. Those are like kind of the collective thoughts from reading several reviews and listening to a podcast, but I do feel like they've hit it. I think that's the issue with this movie is I don't know that she knows why the things happen the way they happen. They're just visually shocking or compelling or funny. Um, and maybe that's enough. You know, there are movies that do far less, you know, yeah, like yeah. fast and furious, like cars go fast. Vroom, vroom. Like,
0: you know? Yeah. But they all, are- but the, but what for their credit they're not saying anything other than cargo fast vin diesel silly whereas this right. film is trying to say an awful lot and again we Maybe. went in we went in like full we went really quite deep into this for deeper than oliver did into the ground when he was there oh, great. well i mean um geez. in in our non-spoiler Always. review we no were, no
1: dig at keoghan though i mean dude's got Ke- he's
0: gr- he's yeah, yeah he's great in this film and we well, we i we mean say also you know he's he-
1: he's gonna say in that final game.
0: scene yeah he's uh i don't want to say brave because uh, they're kind of like it's, it people say th- lots of things are brave however it's ball- oh, excuse the pun it's ballsy though <laughs> there's, a, there's a difference between brave and ballsy and this could mean two things but in the final scene of the film once once oliver has uh enacted his grand plan that you know, he's felix's he, he's poisoned felix in the maze he has um, pushed Venetia to suicide in the bath. That was a pretty shocking scene like that smash cut to her in the bath filled with blood up to a half her face. Yeah. That was, that was kind of a, a few people in the audience gasped when I saw that, um, Richard E. Grant, who plays Sir James Catton, Felix's dad. He, he's just died. You know, like you say, the, the epilogue's like 10 years later, he's just died. And, uh Rosamond Rosamund Pike who's having a like you said in the non-spot she's having a blast in this Richard E. Grant and Rosamond Pike are having the time of their life here and I love to see it but she stumbles across Oliver in a coffee shop twist is he's been wait- he, he he knew she'd be there and he's pretending to type on his laptop and it's oh what are you doing here she invites him to Saltburn and eventually kind of signs off all of the all of her wealth and assets including Saltburn to um, Oliver, and then not long after, mysteriously gets ill and dies. So to celebrate, yeah, Oliver, like you say, like risky business. Oliver's walking around, but this is full on. O- Oliver's walking around Saltburn with um, with uh, murder on the dance floor playing, and he is stark and yeah. naked. And they don't Emerald Fennell. It, it's a long shot. It's a tracking shot. It's One shot, which I think is again really well done shot, and he's spinning and dancing and da- and he's yeah, fully nude and nothing's held back and it's a very uh stark way to end your film it's a very and again without any pun or jokes it is a very ballsy way to end the film as well
1: Uh, (laughs) that pun matt um yeah know agreed (laughs) it's it's a it's a memorable ending uh if nothing else right like um and again it is it's a dark ending because it's the i i don't make this comparison lightly. And again, this was not my original comparison, but Kaiser Sosa from, uh, I guess spoiler for, um, unusual, usual, sorry, not unusual, the usual unusual. suspect. Yeah. Um, the, him walking out sequence, right? Like the end when you kind of see the limp go away and, you know, like he, it reveals like he is this mastermind. That's what the dance sequence, I guess is supposed to be. Is like the bad guy won. He got away with it. He's yes. got the house. Um, and they just, but also showing maybe the sheer, well, ballsiness of the character, maybe the sheer insanity of it, the, the disconnect that he's not only pr- dancing around this massive house, but buck naked because he has no, you know, no respect for the, the room, the environment, you know. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know for sure, but wild uh, story um, again, wildly entertaining film, if just maybe devoid of substance.
0: Yeah, that's it. And again, we, we went we went fully into that and the non spoiler. And I think it's thematically lacking a bit messy tonally a bit messy in terms of where it's trying to stick its flag whether it's a thriller drama comedy mystery homoerotic film eat the rich i don't know contemporary period piece i don't know but
1: it's all over i do the think place. a movie can be all of those things and it can be but it it can be yeah doesn't That's quite exactly. have
0: that connectivity to make it work barry keoghan is the glue that sticks it together jacob Elordi is great. all the performances are very good yeah but there's just no something missing there in is there's there's not enough cement in between the bricks to kind of tie all together for me so enjoyed it um very compelling was never bored though um that i can see why it's divisive and i'm looking forward now to going to kind of find out what people are saying obviously you've had a look as well i'm just trying to see what people have been saying about it but yep anything else you want to add to our saltburn spoiler review my friend i am good sir well that is it then we are both off to uh go and inspect our bathtubs and think about salt salt burn a little bit more but that is going to do it then for this episode we'll be back again next week with another main episode of the bloody awesome movie podcast where we'll be discussing the boy and the heron very excited for that hopefully pays off but until then we'd love to hear your thoughts on salt burn did you love it did you hate it were you ambivalent? Were you shocked? Were you kind of appalled by it? Or nonplussed? Let us know your thoughts. You can find us on the internet. You can find us on x at BAMP underscore podcast. B-A-M-P underscore podcast. John, where are we on Instagram?
1: We're at Bloody Awesome Movie Pie,
0: And we're on Bloody Awesome Movie Podcast on Facebook as well. If you're still kicking it over there, go check that out. Uh, we're also on Rotten Tomatoes. where are to- Rotten Tomato approved and our review will be on RT already by now. Uh, if you want to follow me, you can do it. WhatIWatchTonight.co.uk and just go to What I Watch Tonight across all of the socials, including letterboxd and John. Where are you?
1: At BurkeReviews.com and at BurkeReviews on all the social media platforms. Uh,
0: yes, sir. And if you like what we're doing here, we've been doing it for many years now, so we hope you do. Please do give us a five star rating and review on your podcast provider of choice. It takes a few seconds. You, you can do it before we've even finished. We would appreciate that more than you know it gets more listeners in, and it helps our show that we love grow even more but guys with that as always stay bloody awesome and keep watching movies <laughs>